Good morning and welcome to our service. It's lovely to be able to welcome you this morning to 22.2, which is birthed from a vision in um, the Revelation um, of John chapter 22, verses 1 to 3. It's a lovely picture of the throne of God and the Lamb. And from the throne of God and the Lamb flows the river of life. And we get to, we get to step into that river of life. Isn't that lovely? The river of life is, is here today flowing, um, reaching out to you because he loves you. Uh, he hasn't forgotten you. When I was praying this morning, I felt uh, very strongly the Lord wanted me to say to you, to somebody who may be joining us online, the Lord hasn't forgotten you. Because he loves you. And love does not forget his children. So as we step into that river of life, the work of the Holy Spirit of God, moving through this place, moving in your home, shalom to your home, as we step into that river of life, shall we allow the Spirit of God to come and attend to us this morning, to come and meet us at our point of need, I want to do that. Do you want to do that? I'm sure you do. Thank you. Yeah. He hasn't forgotten you. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you are seated on the throne. Thank you that you are seated with Jesus on the throne. Thank you that this is a reminder to us that you are sovereign and you are in control. And you do not make mistakes and you're working towards a plan and you will fulfill your plan and part of the plan is that the river of life will flow from the throne your throne out to all the world out to us gathered here this morning at Crowhurst Christian Healing Center out to those who are joining us online in their homes dining rooms lounges wherever they may be maybe sitting out in a car somewhere. The Holy Spirit, the river of life is with you. And he says to you and to me, I have not forgotten you. Thank you. So Holy Spirit, as you rest on us, please do what you love to do. Help us to see Jesus. Help us to fix our eyes on Jesus, our Savior, our healer, Help us to experience the presence of Jesus this morning, to the glory of your name. Amen. Amen. We have a, a small um, ornamental water feature at home. Um, it's about that big. Um, it's, uh, it's a frog. <laughs> and from the frog, from the frog's mouth, water spurts out. I was going to demonstrate, but I thought that might not be a good thing. But <laughs> the, I can if you like. No. Water spurts out of the frog's mouth on one condition. The, the solar panel that uh, it gets its energy from is facing at the sun. It's, it's a, a very temperamental frog. <laughs> it's very sensitive. I, I kid you not when I say you can just wave your hand in front of the panel and the frog stops. 
<laughs> it's an extraordinary thing. It's, we, we play a lot with it at home, <laughs> and it's a sad life. But even if you just walk past and the shadow falls across the panel, whoop, no water from the frog. It's, the panel has got to be in fixed, um, fixed relationship to the sun. And, uh, and I just think there's a bit of a lesson there for us, isn't there? There really is. When we are fixed, when our attention is fixed on Jesus, when our eyes are fixed on Jesus, and, and Scripture tells us to fix your eyes on Him, when our eyes are fixed on Him, then we are able to perform. We're able to be all that we're meant to be. And if that means spewing water out of your mouth. The, doesn't Jesus say that the Spirit of God is within you, welling up, gushing out of you, living water? But we need to be fixed. We need Our eyes need to be fixed on Jesus. I love, uh, one of my favorite New Testament verses is, uh, is when Jesus is talking to a, a random crowd of people, random crowd of people. They weren't Anglicans, they, they weren't Baptist, they weren't URC, they, they were a random group of people. They weren't even believers, they were there out of curiosity. When Jesus is speaking to this random group of people, what does he say to them? He says, you are the light of the world. Isn't that an extraordinary thing for Jesus to say to a random bunch? It really is. But he says in Matthew chapter 5, you are the light of the world. Why? Because he can see somebody's potential straight away and he knows their potential. And secondly, because he knows that when they are looking at him, they are reflecting the light of Christ that he is. And it's when we keep our eyes fixed on him that we're able to shine the glory of God. Isn't that a wonderful thing? And with the river of life, the help of the Holy Spirit, we can, we can do that. We can achieve that. And I'd like to be able to do that. Yeah. So we're going to sing a couple of songs. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. The words, the words are known to us well. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. So we'll sing that and then we're going to sing your love light shining like the sun. Your love shining like the sun. Thank you, Stephen. We'll sing them both together. Thank you.
just stay in that place of uh, worship and praise. The invitation is to come and lay your burden down. Come and lay your burden down. To open up your heart. And receive the peace of God. Father, thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, thank you for sending Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, thank you for doing the work that you are doing in each of our lives to bring us to that place that you have prepared where our destiny will be one with you and Jesus and Father forever. Thank you. And with all those we love and see no longer. Lord God, may all we do, may all we think, may all we say be always and wholly acceptable and pleasing in your sight for you are our rock and our redeemer amen the scripture that i'm looking at this morning is from 2 corinthians chapter 3 it's a follow-on from the uh, scripture that julia was using yesterday and um, I had been thinking about freedom. So I was so pleased as I read on in the um, chapter 3 that, uh, that freedom was spoken of. And I thought, well, it just makes sense that I use this scripture to give me an intro to speak about um, freedom. So I'm reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 12 to 18. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull. For to this day the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed, because only in Christ is it taken away. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where... The Spirit of the Lord is, is freedom. Thank you, Gunda. Freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is 
the Spirit. Isn't it just a lovely scripture? Um, so much, the all of scripture, sorry. All of scripture is lovely. <laughs> now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I want to think about freedom a bit this morning. How, how would you define freedom? How would you describe freedom, I wonder? Um, what, would, what would be the way that you would sum it up in a sentence? I did the thing that you do, and I went to the dictionary, and I had a look at, the, uh, I had a look at what the dictionary says. The power to act, speak, or think as one wants. The power to act, speak, or think as one wants. Or to put it in other words, doing what you love to do. <laughs> do you do what you love to do? I hope we do. I do what I love to do. I was born and raised in Zimbabwe, and I saw what happened to a nation when people do what they love to do, and it wasn't pretty. I've been a priest for 30 years, and I've seen individuals who have suffered at the hands of people who do what they want to do, and it's not pretty. So what's going on here? I don't think we can speak about freedom doing what we love to do in the big picture of things without some sort of qualification. There's got to be a qualification, otherwise we're in the trouble that causes nations to bust up and individuals to be broken. There's got to be a qualification. Why? Because I'm a sinner. And when I do what I love to do, I can get very selfish. I suspect you don't have that problem. <laughs> but that's why freedom needs a qualification. That's why freedom needs a boundary. St. Paul says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Did you see it? It's quite simple, isn't it? It's staring us in the face. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Spirit, freedom. The two go hand in hand. They've got to go together. It's a scriptural, scriptural imperative. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I get really excited about this because I get to speak about one of my favorite subjects. I love doing what I do. <laughs> I love talking about God, the Holy Spirit. So let's think about the Holy Spirit for a moment. What sort of a person is the Holy Spirit? What's he all about? Well, if Galatians chapter 5 is anything to be believed, he oozes, he fruits love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Do you want to be in the company of somebody like that? <laughs> Who just blossoms love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. I want to be in the company of somebody like that. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, where there is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control, there is freedom. 
And he's not just blossoming fruit, is he? No. If the scriptures are to be believed, he is giving power. The gifts of God come from the Spirit of God. We pray daily here for signs and wonders and miracles. We pray daily here that people will experience the love of God. But we want to see the power of God at work. Do you want to see the power of God at work? We all do. And folks, just read. Read. Don't read the papers. <laughs> but you only need to look and you will find where signs and wonders and miracles are happening. People are being raised from the dead. Blind people are receiving sight. Deaf people are hearing, are hearing for the first time. The, and that is a wonderful thing. And I look forward to being able to see some more of that myself. I really do. I've seen something of it. I want to see more of it. Do you want to see more of it? I want to see more of it. Why? Because it means then that the Spirit of God is there. And when the Spirit of God is present, what do you have? freedom it's really quite simple but not it's quite complicated so what so is the spirit free is the spirit free John chapter 3 verse 8 the wind blows wherever it pleases you hear its sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going so it is with everyone born of the spirit there seems to be an indication that where the Spirit of God is moving, He is moving like the wind. Is the wind free? <laughs> it's taken down three of our marquees. That's how free it can be. <laughs> the Spirit is very free. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So what is the Spirit of God doing as he goes around blossoming love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control? As he goes around wanting to share his power with people so that the kingdom of God can break in around the world? What, what, what is he doing? What is his primary task? What, 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 how does he use his freedom? I was thinking about it yesterday, and I, I've, never, I've never called the Spirit this, and I hope he doesn't mind. I don't think he does. I think the Spirit of God is the mother of all matchmakers. The mother of all matchmakers. What's the Spirit of God doing? When he gets out of bed in the morning, he doesn't sleep. It's just a phrase I use. What does the Spirit do when he gets out of bed in the morning? He works at getting us to know and experience the love of Jesus Christ. He works at getting us to hear the call of Jesus Christ, which is, follow me. But I can't follow you. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Jesus says, that doesn't matter. Come follow me anyway. What is the Spirit doing? He's wanting you to experience the love. He's wanting you to follow him. He's wanting us to realize that we have a need for Jesus Christ. That's, what he's, that's his work. And of course, Jesus Christ is the bridegroom, and I am the bride. Am I the only one? Are there any others part of the bride here? We're all part of the bride. Thank you, Hannah. We're all part of the bride. We are the bride of Christ, which is being made ready for the wedding banquet. And I, I get so excited about this. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And where there is freedom, there is a 
chance, there is a chance, a good chance, that the perfection that he is working towards in my life will be pulled off. I'm not there yet. But some people are so rude. Should they laugh when I say I'm not there yet? <laughs> but I understand fully. You know me too well. I'm not there yet. But you know what? When I look over my shoulder and see how far I come, I go, woohoo! Because I've come a far way. How do I know that? Because I've experienced the love of Jesus. I've heard the call to follow him, and I've seen my need for Jesus. So I've placed my, my life in his hands. And we can do that. You can do that. Placing your life in Jesus' hands. And when we do that, we begin to cast off those things that prevent us from experiencing freedom. So I've come a long way. I became a Christian a while ago, a long time ago. But I've been in ministry for 30 years. I've been following Jesus since I was a teenager, just a few years ago. And I've come a long way, but I know I've got a journey to do yet. And you know what? And I think my message, my, my, my simple message for you today is, he hasn't forgotten you. He is working to bring about perfection in your life. And he doesn't make mistakes. Yes, there's blood on the floor. Yes, there's broken hearts. Yes, there's broken bodies. I know that. I've experienced that. Yes, we're losing our identity. But God is at work, and he hasn't forgotten you, and he will perfect you, and you will be the perfect bride for the groom when he returns. Is that good news? That's very good news. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Which basically means, folk, we need to hang out with the Spirit. Plain and simple. You need to hang out with the Spirit. Because when you hang out with the Spirit, He's going to do the stuff He needs to do. But if you're anything like me, you need to be reminded many times a day, turn your eyes upon Jesus, Stephen. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, Stephen. Don't be distracted, Stephen, otherwise you're going to be like that frog and you're going to just dribble water instead of spurting water. I want to spurt water. I don't want to be a dribbler. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, Stephen. That's what the Spirit's going to be saying to me again and again. Jesus, Stephen, focus, Jesus. You've probably heard the words of uh, Psalm 19, the last, ver the last verse often. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. My Lord, my rock, and my redeemer. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. May, <laughs> Lord, I want to I change that prayer. Lord, I'm not changing scripture. I'm just emphasizing a point. I, I want to change it. Lord, may all I love to do, may all I love to do be always pleasing and acceptable to you. Then I know 
I'm walking in the freedom that he has made possible for me. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your goodness towards us. Thank you for your love towards us. Thank you that you love each one of us so much. Those who are worshipping with us at home on different continents, thank you. You love us so much. And you're calling to us right now. He's calling you right now. Follow me. Come, follow me. Don't worry about the past. We'll deal with that on the way. But come, follow me. You need me, Jesus says to you. You need me. So come, follow me. Thank you for your grace, Jesus. Thank you for your amazing grace. Thank you. Amen. We're going to sing Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. It's just such a lovely, lovely, lovely hymn. And um, it's got the chorus in it, um, which is a later edition. My chains are gone. I've been set free. My chains are gone. I've been set free. Can you sing that this morning? We can, folk. If we're walking with Jesus, we've started a journey, which is a transformational journey. And the chains are falling off as we walk. If you listen closely as I walk up the corridor, you'll hear the chains falling off. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Thank you.
this day in the presence of that, um, that flood, that mercy flood, flood-like river. God's mercy comes to, to touch us. God's grace comes to touch us. God's love comes to touch us. Just allow his love to, to be poured out over you. Allow his mercy to touch you. There is nothing you can not, or cannot do that is going to prevent the Lord from coming to you and saying, come, I want you with me. Because he loves you and his grace is so rich. Maybe you're a bit like the, uh, the frog that has no energy, that um, has, uh, has had something come between you and the sun. And you're feeling dry, and you're feeling weak, helpless. Just allow the Spirit of God to come and rest on you. And if you can, if you can, just turn your eyes to him. He looks at you with a smile on his face. You can be sure of that. Just turn your face to him. You might not be able to say anything, but if you can, you just need to utter the words, help. Holy Spirit, as you rest on us, as you rest on those who are sharing this time, who aren't able to be here at this time. We want to say we trust you. We want to say that we trust you with the work that you're doing in our lives, even if we don't understand what's going on. We want to say that we know that you are good and you are almighty and you will achieve what you set out to achieve. And our perfection in Jesus Christ is guaranteed. And we know that. And we believe that. And it is our hope. So we trust you, Holy Spirit. We trust you, Jesus. Lord, where there are nations that are being savaged today, because of freedom, because of the freedom that leads to selfishness, which leads to domination and destruction, we just come against those. We come against that evil force in the name of Jesus Christ, and we say we resist you in Jesus' name. You have been defeated at the cross of Calvary, the cross on which Jesus Christ died and rose again. 
There is no victory for you. You are nothing. The victory is Jesus Christ's and the victory is in those who call out to him. You have nothing. Satan, be gone. Lord, as you work across the nations, as you work through the people that have been broken, who, um, where there is disaster, we ask, please, for hope and for peace. And we ask for courage, Lord. I'm reminded of the, the courage that the, the first disciples prayed for when they were being persecuted. We ask for courage to shine brightly. We ask for courage that you would extend your hand for healing, for saving, for miracles, that the gospel will be preached even in that darkness. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, we bless you, Lord. And for the folk who've asked for our prayers, we, we remember Angela and Tracy, Alex and Brian and Jenny and family, Esther, Tasha and Katrina. Lord, thank you that uh, we are a place that prays. And uh, we just uh, commit each one of these. We lay them at your, at your feet, Lord. Each, you, know the, you know where each one is at. And each of our residential guests and all of those who are visiting today, Lord, you know where each one is at. We lay each one at your feet, Lord, and say, please, Holy Spirit, open eyes to see the love, to feel the love, to enjoy the love of Jesus Christ. And bring peace. Bring peace. And freedom. We're holding you to your word. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Lord, bring freedom. And help us to see it and recognize it and receive it and enjoy it as you give it to us. Thank you, Lord. Now receive the blessing of the Lord. Adonai Adonai panav Isa Adonai Panavilecha Vayasim Lecha Shalom. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Know that the Lord turns his face towards you and gives you peace. Receive his peace. Amen. Amen. Folk, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for those of us, uh, those of you who are joining us online. Um, I'd love to be able to say to you that you can go and get a bacon sarnie now, but you can't. But we can, because we're here. <laughs> we can go and get a bacon sarnie now, or, or some other delicious thing from Howard's Well. And uh, I hope you had the opportunity of doing that, folk. Um, there are prayer walks, there is space, there are chaplains, um, there is the Spirit of God who comes alongside you as your advocate, as your comforter, as your helper. 
Don't miss him today. In fact, choose him over the chaplains. That would be my advice. God bless you. Have a good day.